0: Welcome to Travel Pray Slate, a podcast for professional women who travel, love God, and are ready to level up their life. On the podcast, we discuss all things travel, faith, career, love, and lifestyle, all focused on helping you take the next steps you need to bring your visions into reality and live the extraordinary life God created for you to live. If you love Jesus, Beyonce, and Catching Fights, Then look no further because you have found your tribe, sis. I'm your host, Toy Nicole, and I can't wait to get into today's episode with you. Hey, y'all. I am back with another episode. I hope the summer is off to a good start for everyone. And I know a lot of y'all are traveling because you've been tagging me and talking about it all in the comments on Instagram. So I love it. So I just wanted to come on real quick and record this podcast because I just got back yesterday from my first official trip of the summer and I went to Miami Beach. And so I wanted to just recap my first official summer trip in a post-vaccinated world And just to give you all some tips about if you are planning to travel to Florida and kind of just like what's been going on lately with some of the travel restrictions being lifted, I just wanted to come on and give my perspective. So Miami Beach. So I love Miami. The very first time I went to Miami was for my 27th birthday. And I had such a great time. We stayed in South Beach. I went back a few other times for a bachelorette party. We stayed downtown and kind of did some things in the area. I went for a conference and stayed near Biscayne Bay. So I'm very familiar with Miami. Beautiful destination. Lots of folks love to go there, obviously. And I had not been in a while. So decided to go to Miami for 4th of July holiday. Now, I will say that originally the plan was to go to Destin. So I have never been to Destin, Florida. So when it comes to Florida, I've done Tampa, I've done Orlando, I've done Daytona Beach and Miami, of course, but I had never did Destin. And so just so you all know, you hear a lot of wonderful things about Destin, Florida, Pensacola, that whole area of the panhandle of Florida. The beaches are so beautiful. I mean, it's like being in the Caribbean. So that was our original plan was to go to Destin. We had the flight booked and everything, caught a great deal on American Airlines. So flying out of Dallas, Fort Worth, American Airlines is my preferred airline. However, when we started looking into accommodations, it was ridiculous. So unbeknownst to me, I don't know everything about travel. I'm still learning a lot about certain destinations, particularly in the U.S. And so Destin being a hot spot for families. And then of course, in a post-COVID travel scenario, everybody was flocking back to this destination. So we just found it really difficult to find a place to rent. We found it really difficult to find hotels at a reasonable price. And we just diverted the trip to Miami instead. Now, a couple of podcast episodes back, I talked to you about some of the travel trends, right? And one of them was that, you know, people are willing to splurge again and people are getting back out there. So clearly Destin remains a hot spot, And so we weren't able to really grab a deal going there. So Miami, it is. However, Destin is on my list for 2022. And I'm going to start planning now to make sure that I finally make it to Destin, Pensacola, Florida area. So we went to Miami instead and booked a hotel on South Beach. I stayed at the Kempton Palomar South Beach. So it was a couple of blocks near Lincoln Road Mall and about a good 10 minute walk down to the beach and great location. There was a Trader Joe's around the corner, Walgreens. So it was very much in a neighborhood. And then, as I said, Lincoln Road Mall was about two blocks from there. So flew out on 4th of July and got back four days later. So four days, three nights in Miami Beach. Luckily, Hurricane Elsa avoided the Miami area. So we did not have to (laughs) shelter in place. You know, we did not have the trip ruined by a lot of rain. It did rain one night, which was fine. We kind of stayed in that night and got some rest. And then it rained during the day one day, but when you're busy shopping in Zara and free people, you kind of don't notice. So it didn't really hamper our plans. Although we didn't get much beach time in just because we kind of did the pool, shopping and some eateries. But with all the rain that had taken place, just didn't feel like comfortable going out to the beach. So nonetheless, it was a great trip. So I kind of just want to talk about a couple of things that I did. A couple of things that I've noticed have changed since the last time I was in the Miami Beach area and just some tips for you if you are planning to go to Miami and you just want to know what are some things to do? What should I be prepared for? So first off, getting there. So there are two airports in the Miami area. There is Fort Lauderdale Airport, which is about 30 or so miles outside of Miami Beach. And then there's Miami International Airport, which is super close to downtown, probably like 10, 15 minutes, and then only another like, you know, maybe like 20 minutes to Miami Beach. So Miami International Airport is the closest to Miami Beach. However, Fort Lauderdale, being that it's only 30 miles away, is also a convenient option. So I would urge you when you are looking at flights to go to Miami Beach, that you are for sure checking both destinations. Because when we booked our flights, going into Miami, at least from Dallas, there were options where I had to stop. And there were options that were anywhere from $100 to $200 higher. However, when we went into Fort Lauderdale, we were able to pretty much get our flight within the same range that we did for Destin. So always keep that in mind. Look at Fort Lauderdale as an option and then look at Miami as an option. So we went with Fort Lauderdale. And so I also looked at, okay, what would be the difference in transporting to the hotel, right? So if you're flying into Miami, most hotels will offer a complimentary shuttle, but not all of them offer the complimentary shuttle. So you will be looking to Uber or taxi. But I also looked at Fort Lauderdale's options. So it actually was only a $40 Uber ride from Fort Lauderdale to our hotel on South Beach. I thought that was a great deal. I was looking beforehand, and some of the, you know, blogs that I was reading was saying anywhere from 80-something bucks. There were airport shuttles that were around 30 or 40, you know, but keep in mind those tend to drop people off at different destinations. And then a Miami to South Beach airport ride was only like a $20 difference. So Again, if you're going to save anywhere from $100 to $200 by flying into an airport that's a little further away and the Uber difference is only 20 bucks, that sounds like a deal to me. That math is definitely mathing. So always keep that in mind. Look at both f- airports for your destination. Secondly, it, when it comes to location. So as I've said, I have stayed in... Downtown Miami before I have stayed in Biscayne Bay and I have stayed in South Beach before. This time we opted to stay in South Beach just because we wanted the proximity directly to the water and we wanted the proximity to some of the restaurants and you know clubs that we were more familiar with. However, I will say that it's not entirely necessary that you stay on South Beach. You can find great deals on hotels in Biscayne Bay, in Bayside. Both are surrounded by water, you know, not a beach per se. In Biscayne Bay, you will get the beach, but around like Bayside, it's Waterside, right? So still great views, great location. And then you have downtown Miami. So a lot has changed since the last time I was in Miami in regards to downtown, The Brickell City Center is totally like revamped and there's all kind of shops. There's all kind of cute restaurants. There is a row with a bunch of nightclubs to pop in and out of. And so I would really recommend looking into staying in downtown Miami as well, particularly the Brickell City Center. It's also where you're going to find a lot of the Miami Museum. So Miami is increasingly becoming more known for art. The Art Basel Festival takes place in Miami every year. And all of that is centered around the Brickell City Center. And so the last day that we were in Miami, we went down the Brickell City Center. We ate, you know, on the patio of a restaurant. We walked around to some shops. And we were actually thinking we should have done this earlier in the trip, right? We should have dedicated a full day to exploring downtown and Brickle and actually doing some museums. So on my next trip, I definitely plan to do that. And I will say that if you do decide to stay in downtown and you still want to get access to South Beach, it's not far. So We took an Uber in and it was about a $15 Uber ride. So you're a short distance away from South Beach. If you're driving, you know, obviously you can drive that as well. It's, you know, only about five or six miles. So it's not far. So, but, you know, definitely staying in South Beach has its perks. So as far as South Beach goes, where we stayed, as I said, we weren't right off Ocean Drive or Collins Avenue. So if you are looking to book a place and you're like, I want to be right in the middle of the action, you want to look for any hotel along Ocean Drive or Collins Avenue. Collins Avenue is the street directly behind Ocean Drive. And there's a portion of Ocean Drive that is closed off to vehicle traffic and it's all pedestrian, right? So just like what you have seen, you know, in TVs, movies, online. People just walk up and down Ocean Drive, very similar to Bourbon Street, very similar to the Las Vegas Strip. So any hotel along there, you're going to be right in the action. We were again about a good, I would say mile from there, but easily a 10 to 15 minute walk. And we were near Lincoln Road Mall, which is also a popular area. So Lincoln Road Mall Reminds me a lot of the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, where it's basically one long road, Lincoln Road, nothing with strips. So it, it's just one long road, which is Lincoln Road, with nothing but stores along there. So an outdoor mall. Everything from Victoria's Secrets was there, a lot of boutique shops restaurants, just about every other space, a lot of unique things, right? So we saw like a Candleland, which is basically like where you can go in and, and do a candle making class. There were a couple of karaoke bars. There was even like a mini museum pop up there, but there's shopping all along there. And so Armani Exchange, as I said, like Victoria's Secrets, I think I saw like a Hugo Boss. I think I saw a Neiman Marcus so Lincoln Row Mall is a good place to be because that was only two blocks from our hotel. So that is where we primarily went to grab a bite to eat. And all along, you know, the middle of the strip, there are patio tables set up. So every restaurant has an indoor and an outdoor option eating for you. So that's pretty great. And so then we did, you know, walk over to South Beach and then you have shopping along Collins Avenue. So we spent some time in Zara and Free People. As I said, that shielded us from the little mini rainstorm that came through. And, you know, there are all kind of boutiques up and down there. Funny enough, I don't think they still have it, but when the Kardashians had their store dash, that was the street it was on. And then one night we went over to Ocean Drive and again, just walked up and down there. There are restaurants kind of directly on Ocean Drive. So you can sit out there. My favorite thing to do is eat on Ocean Drive because you can people watch. And so we ate on Ocean Drive Sunday night and Sunday was 4th of July. And as we were sitting out there, the fireworks were going off over the beach. It was great. We saw the fireworks. We were doing a lot of people watching. It was a great night too. It was like 80 something degrees. It was a night breeze. So always like make it a point to go down on Ocean Drive, even if you don't stay on Ocean Drive, right? Even if you do stay in another hotel, just go down there, plan a walk up and down, pop in a few restaurants, sit out there and people watch. You can walk over to the beach and spend some time there so a couple of places that a lot of people like to visit when they're along there is the Versace mansion. So the famous Versace mansion where he was unfortunately gunned down right outside his front door is right on that street. And, you know, it's been made into an event venue from my understanding. But a lot of people go by there. The very first time I came to Miami South Beach, we went there. We took pictures outside that's there. So Wet Willies. So Wet Willies is like a really popular daiquiri shop. And so it's super old school. I don't know how long they've been there, but they've been there forever. And you go in there and you can, you know, they've got the daiquiri machines and, you know, they're pretty famous for kind of being open all night. Cause I think they're open to like 3am and people getting daiquiris from there. So stop by Wet Willies get you a daiquiri, walk down to the Versace mansion, get you a picture, walk over to Miami Beach. You see like the Muscle Beach area and there were actually people out there working out, you know, lifting on those bars and roller skating all around Miami Beach. So that's always interesting. As I said, grab you a bite to eat any there. And then as far as dancing goes, like Mango's is a very popular place where They're usually playing like salsa merengue or like, you know, a DJ is going and people pop in and out of there. And then the Clevelander Hotel. So the Clevelander Hotel sits right on Ocean Drive and they're known for like having this outdoor, like huge, like dance floor that's like glass and you can see underneath. But they do like parties and stuff like that. So Always a good time to be had up and down Ocean Drive. Those are the places that I would recommend if it's kind of like a lot of people talk about. Okay, y'all. I'm just interrupting this episode briefly to remind you about the Travel Prey Slay merch. Did you know we had an online shop? Well, if you want to make a statement and slay, then you have to head over to travelprayslaycom shop. And check out all our merchandise. We've got hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, accessory bags, and luggage tags, which are my favorite. We've got everything in the online shop you need for your next trip. And whether that's a trip to Paris or just your daily trip to Target, <laughs> you still want to make sure that you slay, sis. So head over to TravelPraySlay.com shop and pick up some merch today. Now. Something to keep in mind when you're dining, right? So again, I've mentioned being in Miami Beach, being in South Beach particularly, and then being downtown. So when you are in South Beach, please be prepared that wherever you eat, there is going to be a service fee and a gratuity automatically included. It doesn't matter if it's you. It doesn't matter if it's two of you. It doesn't matter if it's six of you they automatically include the gratuity and the taxes are higher. And I say that because the very, very first time I went to South Beach, we did not know that. And I remember the first place we stopped to get some sandwiches. It was like a diner and we got the bill and we were so confused. Like, why is it $40 when I just had a sandwich? And, you know, it was that it was the service charges and the gratuity. And so keep that in mind. You know, I know a lot of people tend to get their bills and not really pay attention and you leave additional gratuity and you don't have to. So generally, I think it was pretty much 18%, which is generally the minimum. So of course, if you received outstanding service and you want to go above and beyond, then you can leave extra, but it's generally always going to be that minimum of 18%. Now, some places do. If you have a large party, they add even more. You know, please come with cash in hand or please be prepared to cash app your friends because a lot of places do not like to split checks. They're not doing all that. And I don't know the history, but I would have to guess Miami, South Beach being a party town. I'm sure they probably got over the fact of so many people skipping out on bills, skipping out on tipping that they just automatically added it in. So you can, for instance, go to a restaurant in South Beach, get the same exact meal. But if you go to that same restaurant in downtown, you're not going to have those same charges. So keep that in mind. Right. And that's why a lot of people do opt to not stay on South Beach because everything is so heavily taxed. Everything has additional gratuity. And I know everyone feels differently. Some people feel like, Even if they've got bad service, they want to leave gratuity. But some people are like, it's the principle of the matter. (laughs) So that's one thing. Now, in other parts of Miami Beach, it differs. Obviously, South Beach is not the only part of Miami Beach. We did go to oh, one of my favorite places that we ate was we went to the Standard Hotel. So there's a standard in L.A. I think there's one in New York. So we went to the one in Miami Beach and we ate at Lido. It was so beautiful because it was right on the water. I had this amazing cocktail. We had brunch there. And that whole area is like so Instagrammable. They had these cute hammocks out there. So we had like a mini photo shoot. They had these swinging chairs. It's beautiful. If you've got time, stay and actually go to the spa and enjoy some services. But if you just want to pop over to the standard and eat by the water, I enjoy a good brunch, great cocktail, have some photo ops. I would recommend the Lido and that's L-I-D-O, Bayside Bar and Grill. And so when we ate there, again, there was still additional gratuity, but I don't think it was as much. When we ate on Lincoln Road Mall, again, same thing. So pretty much more of the Miami Beach, more of the popular spots on South Beach are always going to have service charges, gratuity added into there. So just watch out for that. Right. So enjoy Lido. We went by Wet Willies. So another place that we visited in Miami Beach that I was excited about was Bar One Miami Beach. So for all my reality TV fans, if you're familiar with The Real Housewives of Atlanta, if you're familiar with Cynthia Bailey, her ex-husband, who at the time of taping, she was dating him, Peter Thomas, They had started Bar One Atlanta. Well, he has since grown his Bar One brand, and there is now one in Miami Beach. He and Cynthia are no longer together. He has closed up the Atlanta location, and now he has Bar One Miami Beach, Bar One Baltimore, and a sports one in Charlotte. I have been to Bar One Atlanta. I went there several years back, actually got to meet him. It was pretty cool. We just went for drinks. But Peter is of Jamaican descent, and so he prides himself on the Caribbean food influence and the great options that they have at his locations. So we actually went there and thoroughly enjoyed it. So they are located on Miami Beach, beautiful views of the water right in the bay. And when you go there, I don't care if you aren't a whiskey drinker, because I am not, but we got the drink called the Black Panther. And it's made with Uncle Nearest Whiskey, which is a Black-owned whiskey brand. And that drink was so good. We had crab stuff, salmon, and also a steak, herb risotto. The food was good. Our service was great. The drinks were good. It's a beautiful location, great ambiance. So Black-owned, 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 you know I'm all about supporting. So, go to Bar 1 Miami Beach and support that Black owned restaurant. Have the Uncle Nearest whiskey drink. Please, please, please. It's called the Black Panther. So, that's what I would recommend. Like, those were a couple of the spots that we enjoyed. Again, look into the different options you have to get to Miami, right? So, to recap, look into your different flight options with Fort Lauderdale Airport or Miami. Keep in mind that if you stay in South Beach, you are going to be taxed extra and have service charges on everything that you eat. Keep in mind, if you do try to stay downtown, look into the Brickell City Center. It's really grown. There are shopping. There's great restaurants. It's right at Bayside. So there's a lot still going on in that area. You can check out some museums as well there. Keep in mind those recommendations that I had if you do stay on South Beach, You want to be in on the action. You want to stay Ocean Drive. You want to stay Collins Avenue. If you want to get shopping done, you want to shop on Collins Avenue. You want to shop on Lincoln Road Mall. Lincoln Road Mall is a great place to shop. Collins Avenue has a lot of great places to shop as well. So again, I love Miami. I had a great time. It was good to be back, like I said. It was a lot different. I think the last time I was there was probably like seven or eight years ago. The downtown vibe was different. I really enjoyed that. So, those are my Miami recommendations. And you have to let me know Have you been to Miami? What did you like about it? Are you not a Miami fan? Tell me why. Do you plan to go to Miami? And if you found this podcast helpful, you know what to do. Follow me on Instagram and let me know in the comments. Leave a review. Let me know what you thought about this. And I will catch you all next time. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode. If you want to check out the show notes, you can head over to the website, TravelPraySlay.com. I would love to connect on social media. So be sure you are following me on Instagram at Pray and Slay and Facebook at Travel Pray Slay. Again, Instagram is at Travel Prey and Slay. And if you love this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. And be sure to leave a review. Thanks for listening. And you'll hear from me soon.